0: Shalom and welcome to a new week with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. A daily podcast where we read you the whole Bible each year based on the weekly Torah portions. I'm Harriet and I will be your reader today. And today we have Sunday the 25th of December or the 1st of Tevet on the Hebrew calendar. So today is Rosh Chodesh, a new moon, a new month. And we also have the 7th day of Hanukkah today. Today in history, Ezra investigates the matter of foreign wives among Israel. Ezra 10:16. "So they convened on the first day of the 10th month to investigate the matter." Also, also today in history, Esther is made queen. Esther 2:16 to 17. Quote. So Esther was taken to King Ahasuerus, to his royal palace, in the 10th month, which is the month Tebet, in the 7th year of his reign. This new week we have a new parasha, or portion from the Torah, that we will be reading this week, and it is called Vayigash, and that means He drew near. And the scripture reading from the Torah today is Genesis, or Bereshit. Chapter 44, verse 18 through 30. Before we start reading the scriptures, please join me in blessing and thanking God for giving us his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach our Master. Then Yehuda came near to him and said, O my Lord, please let your servant speak a word in my Lord's ears, and do not let your anger burn against your servant, for you are even as Paro. My Lord asked his servant, saying, Have you a father or a brother? WE SAID TO MY LORD, WE HAVE A FATHER, AN OLD MAN, AND A CHILD OF HIS OLD AGE, A LITTLE ONE, AND HIS BROTHER IS DEAD, AND HE ALONE IS LEFT OF HIS MOTHER, AND HIS FATHER LOVES HIM. YOU SAID TO YOUR SERVANTS, BRING HIM DOWN TO ME, THAT I MAY SET MY EYES ON HIM. WE SAID TO MY LORD, THE BOY CANNOT LEAVE HIS FATHER, FOR IF HE SHOULD LEAVE HIS FATHER, HIS FATHER WOULD DIE. You said to your servants, Unless your youngest brother comes down with you, you will see my face no more. When we came up to your servant, my father, we told him the words of my Lord. Our father said, Go again and buy us a little food. We said, We cannot go down. If our youngest brother is with us, then we will go down for we may not see the man's face, unless our youngest brother is with us. Your servant, my father, said to us, You know that my wife bore me two sons. One went out from me, and I said, Surely he is torn in pieces, and I have not seen him since. If you take this one also from me, and harm happens to him, you will bring down my gray hairs with sorrow to Sheol." That was Genesis or Bereshit, forty-four, eighteen through thirty. Now, because we are in Hanukkah, we have a second reading from the Torah, and it is Numbers or Bamidbar, chapter seven, verses forty-eight through fifty-three. On the seventh day, Elishama the son of Amihud, prince of the children of Ephraim, gave his offering one silver platter, the weight of which was one hundred thirty shekels, one silver bowl of seventy shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour, mixed with oil for a grain offering, one golden ladle of ten shekels, full of incense, one young bull, one ram, one male lamb a year old, for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, And for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two head of cattle, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs, a year old. This was the offering of Elishama, the son of Amihud. That was number seven, forty-eight through fifty-three. Now we have come to our portion from the prophets, and we will be continuing in second Samuel or Shmuel Bet. Today we will read four and five chapters. Four and five. When Shaul's son heard that Avner had died in Hebron, his hands became feeble, and all Israel was troubled. Shaul's son had two men who were captains of raiding bands. The name of one was Baana, and the name of the other Rechav, the sons of Ramon, the Beherothite, of the children of Benjamin. For Be'eroth is considered a part of Benjamin. And the Be'erothites fled to Gitaim and have lived as foreigners there until today. Now Jonathan, Sha'ol's son, had a son who was lame in his feet. He was five years old when the news came about Sha'ol and Jonathan out of Jezreel, and his nurse picked him up and fled. As she hurried to flee, he fell and became lame. His name was Boshet. The sons of Rimon the Beherothite, Rechav and Ba'ana, went and came at about the heat of the day to the house of ish as he took his rest at noon. And they came there into the middle of the house, as though they would have fetched wheat, and they struck him in the body, and Rechav and Ba'ana his brother escaped. Now when they came into the house, as he lay on his bed, in his bedroom, they struck him, killed him, beheaded him, and took his head, and went by the way of the Arvah all night. They brought the head of Ishbosheth to David to Hebron and said to the king, Behold, the head of ish the son of Shaul, your enemy who sought your life. The Lord has avenged, my lord, the king today of Shaul, and of his offspring. David answered Rahab and Bana, his brother, the sons of Rimon the Berothite, and said to them, As the Lord lives, who has redeemed my soul out of all adversity, when someone told me, Behold, Shaul is dead, I, thinking that he brought good news, I seized him and killed him in a ziklag, which was the reward I gave him for his news. How much more, when wicked men have slain a righteous person in his own house, on his bed, should I not now require his blood from your hand, and rid the earth of you? David commanded his young men, and they killed them, cut off their hands and their feet, and hanged them up beside the pool of Hebron. But they took the head of ish and buried it in Avner's grave in Hebron. Then all the tribes of Israel came to David at Hebron and spoke, saying, Behold, we are your bone and your flesh. In times past, when Shaol was king over us, it was you who led Israel out and in. And the Lord said to you, You will be shepherd on my people Israel, and you will be prince over Israel. So all the elders of Israel came to the king to Hebron, And King David made a covenant with them in Hebron before the Lord, and they anointed David king over Israel. David was thirty years old when he began to reign, and he reigned forty years. In Hebron he reigned over Yehudah seven years and six months, and in Jerusalem he reigned thirty-three years over all Israel and Yehudah. And the king and his men went to Jerusalem against the Jebusites, the inhabitants of the land, who spoke to David, saying, The blind and the lame will keep you out of here, thinking, David cannot come in here. Nevertheless, David took the stronghold of Zion. This is the city of David. David said on that day, Whoever strikes the Jebusites, let him go up to the watercourse and strike those lame and blind, who are hated by David's soul. Therefore they say, The blind and the lame cannot come into the house. And David lived in the stronghold and called it David's city. And David built around from Millo and inward. And David grew greater and greater, for the Lord Elohim Tzva'ot was with him. And Hiram, king of Tyre, sent messengers to David, with cedar trees, carpenters, and masons, and they built David a house. And David perceived that the Lord had established him king over Israel, and that he had exalted his kingdom for his people Israel's sake. And David took more concubines and wives for himself out of Jerusalem, after he had come from Hebron, and more sons and daughters were born to David. These are the names of those who were born to him in Jerusalem Shamua, Shovav, Nathan, Shlomo, Ivhar, Elishua, Nephig, Yaphia, Elishama, Eliada, and Felit. When the Philistines heard that they had anointed David king over Israel, all the Philistines went up to seek David. But David heard about it and went down to the stronghold. Now the Philistines had come and spread themselves in the valley of Rephaim. And David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I go up against the Philistines? Will you deliver them into my hand? And the Lord said to David, Go up, for I will certainly deliver the Philistines into your hand. David came to Baal Perazim, And David struck them there. Then he said, The Lord has broken my enemies before me, like the breach of waters. Therefore he called the name of that place Baal-peratzim. They left their images there, and David and his men took them away. And the Philistines came up yet again and spread themselves in the valley of Rephaim. When David inquired of the Lord, he said, You shall not go up, circle around behind them, and attack them in the front of the mulberry trees. When you hear the sound of marching in the tops of the mulberry trees, then stir yourself up, for then the Lord has gone out before you to strike the army of the Philistines. And David did so, as the Lord commanded him, and struck the Philistines all the way from Geva to Getzer. That was second Samuel chapters five and six. Now we have our portion from the writings, and we will read Psalm 78, verses 40 through 72. How often they rebelled against him in the wilderness and grieved him in the desert? They turned again and tempted God and provoked the holy One of Israel. They did not remember His hand, nor the day when He redeemed them from the adversary, how He set His signs in Mitzrayim, His wonders in the field of Zoan. He turned their rivers into blood, and their streams, so that they could not drink. He sent among them swarms of flies, which devoured them, and frogs, which destroyed them. He gave also their increase to the caterpillar, and their labor to the locust. He destroyed their vines with hail, their sycamore fig trees with frost. He gave over their livestock also to the hail, and their flocks to hot thunderbolts. He threw on them the fierceness of his anger, wrath, indignation and trouble, and a band of messengers of evil. He made a path for his anger. He did not spare their soul from death but gave their life over to the pestilence and struck all the firstborn in Mitzrayim, the firstfruits of their strength, in the tents of Ham. But he led out his own people like sheep and guided them in the wilderness like a flock. He led them safely so that they were not afraid. But the sea overwhelmed their enemies. He brought them to the border of his sanctuary to his mountain which his right hand had taken. He also drove out the nations before them, allotted them for an inheritance by line, and made the tribes of Israel to dwell in their tents. Yet they tempted and rebelled against El Elyon, and did not keep his testimonies, but turned back and dealt treacherously like their fathers. They were twisted like a deceitful bow, For they provoked him to anger with their high places, and moved him to jealousy with their engraved images. When God heard this, he was angry, and greatly abhorred Israel, so that he abandoned the tent of Shiloh, the tent which he placed among men, and delivered his strength into captivity, his glory into the adversary's hand. He also gave his people over to the sword, and was angry with his inheritance. Fire devoured their young men, and their virgins had no wedding song. Their koanim fell by the sword, and their widows could not weep. Then the Lord awakened as one out of sleep, like a mighty man who shouts by reason of wine. He struck his adversaries backward. He put them to a perpetual reproach. Moreover, he rejected the tent of Joseph, and did not choose the tribe of Ephraim, but choose but chose the tribe of Yehuda, Mount Zion which he loved. He built his sanctuary like the heights, like the earth which he has established for ever. He also chose David his servant, and took him from the sheepfolds, from following the ewes that have their young. He brought him to be the shepherd of Yakov, his people and Israel his inheritance. So he was their shepherd according to the integrity of his heart and guided them by the skillfulness of his hands. That was Psalm or Telim 78, 40 through 72. And now we have come to our final portion of scripture for today from the Apostolic Writings. And we will uh, read Luke chapter 5. Now while the multitude pressed on him and heard the word of God, he was standing by the lake of Gennesaret. And he saw two boats standing by the lake, but the fishermen had gone out of them and were washing their nets. And he entered into one of the boats, which was Shimon's, and asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. And when he had finished speaking, he said to Shimon, Put out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. And Shimon answered him, Master, we worked all night and took nothing, but at your word I will let down the net. When they had done this, they caught a great multitude of fish, And their net was breaking. They beckoned to their partners in the other boat that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so that they began to sink. But Shimon Kepha, when he saw it, fell down at Yeshua's knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, Lord. For he was amazed, and all who were with him, at the catch of fish which they had caught. And so also were Yaakov and Yochanan, sons of Zavdai, who were partners with Shimon. Yeshua said to Shimon, Do not be afraid. From now on you will be catching people alive. When they had brought their boats to land, they left everything and followed him. And it came to pass, while he was in one of the cities, that, behold, there was a man full of zarat, and when he saw Yeshua, he fell on his face and begged him, saying, Lord, if you want to, you can make me clean. And he stretched out his hand and touched him, saying, I want to be made clean. And immediately the Tzarat left him, and he commanded him to tell no one, But go your way and show yourself to the Kohen, and offer for your cleansing according to what Moshe commanded for a testimony to them. But the report concerning him spread much more, and great multitudes came together to hear and to be healed by him of their infirmities. But he withdrew himself into the desert and prayed. On one of those days he was teaching, and there were Pharisees and teachers of the Torah sitting by, who had come out of every village of Galil, Yehuda. And, and the power of the Lord was with him to heal them. And behold, men brought a paralyzed, paralyzed man on a cot, and they sought to bring him in to lay before Yeshua. But not finding a way to bring him in because of the multitude, they went up to the housetop and let him down through the tiles with his cot into the middle before Yeshua. Seeing their faith, he said to them, He said to him, Man, your sins are forgiven you. And the Torah teachers and the Pharisees began to reason, saying, Who is this that speaks blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? But Yeshua, perceiving their thoughts, answered them, Why are you reasoning so in your hearts? Which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven you, or to say, Arise and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he said to the paralyzed man, I tell you, arise, take up your cot, and go to your house. And immediately he rose up before them, and took up that which he was laying on, and departed to his house, glorifying God. And amazement took hold on all, and they glorified God, and they were filled with fear, saying, We have seen strange things today. After these things he went out and saw a tax collector named Levi sitting at the tax office, and he said to him, Follow me. And he left everything and rose up and followed him. And Levi made a great feast for him in his house, There was a great crowd of tax collectors and others who were reclining with them. And the Torah teachers and their Pharisees murmured against his disciples, saying, Why do you eat and drink with the tax collectors and sinners? And Yeshua answered them, Those who are healthy have no need for a physician, but those who are sick do. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. And they said to him, Why do Yohanan's disciples often fast and pray, likewise also the disciples of the Pharisees? But yours eat and drink. And he said to them, Can you make the friends of the bridegroom fast while the bridegroom is with them? But the days will come when the bridegroom will be taken away from them. Then they will fast in those days. And he also told a parable to them, no one puts a piece from a new garment on an old garment or else he will tear the new and also the piece from the new will not match the old and no one puts new wine into old wineskins or else the new wine will burst the skins and it will be spilled and the skins will be destroyed but new wine must be put into fresh wineskins and both are preserved and no man having drunk old wine immediately desires new, for he says the old is better. That was Luke chapter 5. If you are reading through the apostolic writings twice this year, you would also read Second Corinthians chapter 31 today. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I wish you Shavua Tov and a Happy Hanukkah. Um, As you might know, we have a separate podcast with the reading of the book of Maccabees, the first book of Maccabees. And today, if you're following um, our schedule, it would be chapters 13 and 14 that you could read. So for now, Shalom from Israel. Until next time.